are now starting the sixth Cheshbon of the 30 Cheshbonis. Oh, sorry. We're uh, someone not okay. Okay, is that better? Everybody see me and hear me? Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Okay, so we're ready to go. Rashishi, Shayach Shayv, Benaf Shayv, person should consider with himself. Kishu Margish from Midaisov, when he senses about his Midais, Shaynoitais la Hamrai Sabore la Hafer Brisai, that they are inclined or inclining to rebel against his creator and to nullify his covenant. Now that sounds like something quite powerful. Not merely like he has some kind of a Yitzhahara uh, to do something that's not right, but in a very seemingly major across uh, the board kind of way. Although the past Lechem seems to learn it about any example, Poyal Ra, Ol Hafer Brisa, you call doing the mitzvahs. The simple reading sounds like uh, it's quite a um, powerful type of inclination, um, which of course there could be in the person, such a Kayach. And he somehow has a sense of it. There's a sense in his midas to just reject everything. And he should think to himself, take his heart. Everything that he has sensed with his senses of all the root aspects of the world, all his branches, everything in the functionality of the world, the simple parts, the combined parts of the world, the higher levels, the lower levels, it's all standing by the word of Hashem, and it is guarding and protecting the covenant of Hashem that he has established with the entire creation. This is going to be quite an unusual um, thought coming. Has he ever seen anything that went out of its tie to its service to Hashem? Anything in the creation? Or that rebels against his word or abrogates his covenant? If we would even imagine that anything in the world would violate its covenant with Hashem, a person would not ex- exist. The sun would stop shining. There would be no world. The marshal, for example, one of the fundamental components of uh, 
Eish Ruach Afer Amayim would uh, violate its, the bris of Hashem and it would change its nature. If the world would go away from its central place and the, the water would overtake their boundaries and cover the earth, would a person be left alive? No one would be alive anymore. The Yaisa is even more wondrous. A person's own own limbs, own function. If they would violate the, the covenant of Hashem with a person, and the ones that are meant to be in motion would come to rest, the heart would stop beating. The ones that are at rest would go into motion. If the senses wouldn't bring to the person what they are commanded to do, his combined nature would be destroyed, his would come unraveled. What his whole conduct would come to an end. I'll just finish this thought. How could a person not be embarrassed to transgress the covenant with his creator, with Hashem? In a world that did not violate the covenant of Hashem with regard to him. And with helpers, who has commanded in his service to serve the person and to bear all of his affairs, his limbs, they did not transgress the covenant of Hashem regarding him, his regard. What are the words? The words are, this whole world, everything in the world, everything within myself, is uh, following the instruction and the direction of Hashem. And I'm totally dependent on that for my existence. So how could I allow myself to ignore Hashem's covenant with me, my commitments, our commitment one to the other, and go away from that when I'm so dependent, it should be such a contradiction to allow myself to act in a manner that's contrary to that which I am so dependent upon for my existence. Everything in the world has to be following the direction of Hashem. And how could I allow for myself to act other than that? Okay, let's pause here for a moment and just spell out what is the obviously um, very difficult uh, idea here, which we find in other places as well. Because, of course, on its uh, plain uh, surface, um, we don't really know what it means that all the parts of the world are not transgressing the covenant that Hashem has, that they have with Hashem, that they are being obedient. They are following Hashem's commands. Everything in the world, 
that Hashem created is plain, simply, absolutely under Hashem's control. They're Hashem's creation. And they don't have any possibility of acting in a different manner. Even though we find in Bracious such a concept, how it's also in a similar way not understood by us. So what does it mean to uh, even describe in such terms that uh, the world is not uh, violating the uh, commitment that they have they are following Hashem's direction. Are they, you know, in the in the position to follow or not follow? So, how can this be compared to a human being who actually does have freedom of choice? He could follow and could choose to not follow. Of course, it's a very beneficial thing to follow. Very smart thing to remain loyal to. Hashem covenant that we have with Hashem, but to sort of feel compelled, to feel embarrassed that how could I deviate from that when the world does not, um, seems quite strange. So if anybody has a suggestion uh, on how to understand this, that's a definitely welcome. No, I should I should offer a word of encouragement to everyone to uh, look over whatever we're going to be learning the next morning, sometime before, to be prepared to help us all in the best good way. So, uh, it seems it seems from the from the, the parsham on the bottom over here that there is the, the, what it seems to be maybe going on. It's not just that you have Bechira and the other things don't have Bechira, which we could definitely say is, as Pesach comes, and we know that this sea wouldn't split for Kali Yisrael because, after all, who was created first, and all the Madrashim that around that, and that's when Yosef comes. So it's not so posh that everything just runs as, it, as it's supposed to. But I'll call upon him. It seems from the Farsham on the bottom that there's the, the idea is that since the world functions like it's supposed to function, Hashem put things into Hashem put into, into motion and because that is um because you are doing something connected hashem you're using the tools as it were that were that are all following hashem's command which is your arm moves and your legs move the way i call the who decreed that it would if you machshava decides to do that consciously subconsciously or otherwise and you're using these these um, these Avarim that are again just following the, the 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 orders of Hashem, but you're misusing them. And it's a the chutzpah. Like you have to realize that since these Avarim are being used, are only are only responsive. I mean, because Hashem decreed as such that you have control of your Avarim. How could you misuse these Avarim? Especially because okay, so I, I I hear that. I, I definitely hear very well to say that. Uh, we should not use the gifts that Hashem gave us on, in a manner that uh, is not according to His plan. But this, to use this mushal as, look, nothing in the world or in my own makeup is going away from Hashem's command. And how could I? So the best I could try to um, attempt here is that. Of course, we know this is a mushal. Of 
course, we know very well that essentially the sun cannot stop shining and the, um, and, uh, the, the, uh, the water cannot go over the boundaries and cover the earth. And of course, um, unless Hashem decrees, everything that's functioning within myself will continue and he's continuously making it continue to function. But I could use it as a muscle. Perhaps the entire um, kavana here is that I could use it in a muscle which could be applied to me myself. I could view everything in the world as that it is essentially as if it will be responding to Hashem's command. Like me, like you know about the Malachim, they see everything so clearly, that's why they are following the command of Hashem, not that they are absolutely forced. So, you know, we have the concept of every blade of grass has a Malach. We could view everything in the world as it's some servant of Hashem that is following Hashem's instruction. Even though, of course, it's absolutely Hashem's creation. We can view it that everything in the world understands or is, is so properly designed is in its proper function it is following the plan that Hashem has set up. And that's true about the person as well. Everything that Hashem directs us to, everything is in the Torah is our true, correct function. That's what a person is meant to be. Whatever is contained in the covenant with Hashem is our real truth, is our real intended functionality, is our true being who we are truly meant to be. It's just that for this to be accomplished properly, there also has to be the capacity in the person to not do that and not be that. So that can cause somewhat of like a, a false impression like, okay, I've, I have, I, I can live however I want, so to speak. I have a choice. I can go this way, be religious, be not religious. I could really sort of not realize what's really the def- definition of my true self and my true existence. The only true good function of myself is the same as the world in according with Hashem's plan. Just like the, the world is functioning in accordance with Hashem's plan and that's its good function. The body is working, the sun is shining, the rain is coming down, everything is going according to Hashem's master, genius master plan. So too, every person himself, and of course the Kalashra as a whole, has a master plan that Hashem has laid out, which is our true, only best, good, proper, magnificent functioning. But we have also within us a power to go away from that and to destroy that and to undermine that. And that will be equivalent of the body stopping to function and the person just going, going, coming apart or the world stopping to function and the world coming apart. If, if we are veering off from the Torah to whatever degree, or if it's to a very large degree, like he starts off with that, such an awareness of a, a drive to totally 
abandon Hashem's plan and Hashem's covenant with us. So that will also be the complete falling apart of the person. Of course, it's a, a phenomenal thing that there should be a basic proper functioning and a power in the person to be so destructive to himself. But that's necessary in order for the actual plan to be properly achieved when it comes to a person. So it doesn't mean to sort of discount and disrespect all those drives that we may have that are against the Torah because they have to be there. But they're all part of that plan that they need to be there for us to be overcoming them. But how do we overcome them? Well, this is one of the ways to realize that our true success, our true being who we are meant to be is, is according to the plan, the directive that Hashem has given us in the Torah. Of course, it's very different than the rest of the world. Everything in the world doesn't need to study hard to understand what is it's Hashem's plan for it. The sun understands right away and the earth and the water and the wind, <laughs> they all understand right away how to function. But we need to study the Torah very carefully to know how to function. But that is all part of the real fulfillment of it. And that is the true na nature of a person. So we should view ourselves living according to Hashem's directive. That is our only true self. Everything else going away from that is breaking it apart. We have that capacity. We need to have that capacity. We could try to view it that that would be falseness to ourselves. That would be the opposite of the world that we're living in. Everything in the world is functioning according to Hashem's design. We should also want for ourselves to function according to Hashem's design and find a way to overpower or outsmart all those drives that are taking us away from Hashem's design. Okay. Um, I hope this makes some sense. <laughs> it could be a possible shot. Okay, so, you know, there's nothing simple here. Go ahead. Just Go as ahead. a muscle, would, would it be appropriate as a muscle that, according to Rebbe saying, um, I, the, way I, the way I view it, um, let's say you have um, soldiers who are marching in some type of band or some other choreography, like um, where everyone's in line with each other, maybe some type of dance or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and everyone is following in an exact, uh, an exact step. Symmetry, uh, right? Yeah. And, and, and one, one, one person, maybe one, one soldier has some type of injury or some type of, um, uh, uh, I, I guess it would be a good excuse to, to not exactly be able to follow in exact form formation, and it would he would take a motivation is that he can't be out of step. This is the side I might have some type of difficulties that no one else is facing, but but I don't want to ruin the formation, the beauty of what of what everything else is going on at the same same time with that. Right, that's, that's very good. And I think you could apply that even within the person himself. person could have some parts that are functioning well, 
but for it to have the full beauty of this entire world that is every individual, he needs to try to get everything to be in line with that symmetric master plan, which will be his, of course. What, what, what's going to be adding? That, that, that you, can look, you can look at it as, you know, Mitzad Klaus role. Every person contributes to the whole, look at the whole world, but even the person himself is Ayla Mole. So there can be some part of me that is functioning well and some part that's uh, having more difficulty. So, you know, <laughs> for myself to have my own self-contained maximum function, we'd need to try to bring all the parts of that whole army, that whole dance group on board to be able to all joining in together to the best of my ability, of course. Right. In the symphony, you know, one instrument is off key. Of course, the, the, uh, the master composer will be able to hear it. If there are a number of uh, instruments that are off key, it will be noticeable to more people, etc. The more that we can get to be joining in to uh, sort of functioning all together is better. And that's, uh, that's, that's our challenge. That's our, that's our mission. And that's, that's only through that that it's valuable. If we'd be just functioning naturally, we wouldn't be who we're meant to be. A person has to be different than the rest of Bria. We could still try to have this mindset that, okay, that is my truth. That is my real functionality. That is what I'm, I don't know what's going to be, when, you know, Mashiach comes, there's still going to be Bechira, there's still Bechira, maybe the Machalik is about it, but Al Kapanim, if you grant there is Bechira, it'll be in a much higher level, there'll be a lot of good functioning, but there'll still be room for still <laughs> growing, growing a little bit more and more, gaining more and more Chachma. So that's what we should want for ourselves, wherever starting point that we're at, to know our true function is the life of Torah that Hashem has given us as we are able to access it today. So when there's the pull away from it, we should realize we're being pulled away from our true self, our true good function, our true maximum benefits, goodness, simcha, eternity that we are meant to be involved with day by day, and of course, a uh, whole life long. So, uh, okay, I think that pretty much uh, covers that. Um, should we try to go a little further? I think we have time. Let's go. Hadimya Nakarov Pazhe. A comparison to this, a muscle for this. King commanded a group of his servants to uh, transport one of his officers over a great river, watching over him to the greatest degree, to a certain place in a certain amount of time. And then the king commanded that officer when he gets there, to do for them um, in that, that time, in that situation, certain things to take care of those soldiers that uh, transported him. 
and the servants they fulfilled with regard to the officer, the command of the king. And the officer, he ignored what the king commanded to do for them. One of the servants said to the Tsar, you officer, great officer, who are ignoring, looking away from the command of the king, don't you see? One of us would do, I'm sorry, one of us would do towards you like you're doing. We would violate the king's command in protecting you, like you violated regarding us. You would fall into the river and you would uh, be finished off. Return from your error and tshuva and asking mechila. Because the king commanded us to look away from guarding you. If you will look away from his commands with regarding us. He woke up from this, uh, having ignored the king's commands, and he returned from his great error. And you, my brother, think if one of your limbs has transgressed the Commands of Hashem and your usage, you know, he made a condition in his Torah. Everything will be in your power if you serve him. And that it will transgress your desires if you will transgress his words. A person, the Kalisra following the Ratzon Hashem, then the whole world is serving us. It's Chas Hashem, we turn away, then it's a different kind of situation, which is meant to wake us up to do tshuva. So any point in time that we feel perhaps there's somebody that we could find to wake up about, that's the time to do it. That will infuse us with a positive feeling. We are using that uh, possible wake up whatever form might come in to try to find and prove ourselves and that's what Hashem asked of us and we should all be successful to uh, be the best we could be today and every day. Has a quick question? Yes, go ahead. Um, the Mushal seems to be saying more like a, a Yerusha Onish perspective because if you don't do the TV of the Melech so then you're going to end up, it's going to be bad for you, and then you should go into tshuva, and bakashas hamachila. Oh. And then yes. so when he's explaining the, the concept, he, he talks about the fact that like a connection that you, you could have had with a Kaddish Baruch if you don't, if you don't fulfill it. Mm-hmm. So what's, is, is the muscle not your zonish? Is it still saying more like oh, so- a... Looks like, looks like even in the Torah, um, the intention of everything in the Torah is to bring Kalashal back with Shuva. So it's not a perfect marshal, so to speak, to that, um, to the case of the, uh, of the Sar and the Avadim, because in the Baruch Hashem they didn't toss them overboard. <laughs> so um, 
he was still alive to be able to wake up and realize his mistake. But um, just the awareness or just some aspect of the world ceasing to serve Kal Yisrael as it normally is meant to is enough to be that wake up. So is, is it just um, that? Even, even Dora Mabel, even Dora Mabel, when it first started raining, at first it was light rain. So that if they would realize that the Mabel is coming and they would have done tshuva, it would have turned into rain of bracha. So, of course, the... Uh, the, the, the so what's the motivation? The Taira, what the purpose of the Ayanish is only to help us to come back with tshuva. So that's... Um, but is it that I'm seeing that I'm lacking something which is, like I'm lacking the kesher from the Melech, I'm, I'm lacking a, a benefit that I could have had? Or, or is it that like, if you don't serve the king, if you don't serve the Melech, if you don't serve Hashem, then, then, then you're, you're, you're like almost being married to Malchus. You're, is it, is it, is it, a, is it, am I scaring myself? Or is it that, is that I'm looking at it and saying, like, Lamaisa, this is, I mean, is it, a, is it that I'm seeing the lack of scars? Yeah, I'm seeing, no, the, the, the essential idea here was one of a sensitivity of, of, of Midas, of, I should be embarrassed to be veering away from the plane of Hashem in a world that is all functioning according to the plane of Hashem. So you look how critical it is to follow according to the plane of Hashem. If the world wouldn't, it would be utter disaster. Of course, the world cannot actually not follow the plane of Hashem, but if that would be possible and parts of the world would disengage from Hashem's plan, it would be catastrophic. So the whole world's functionality is that it is function according to the plan of Hashem. Okay, I am also a being for whom Hashem has a plan. So for me also, it would be catastrophic not to follow it. I will lose out on all the good that Hashem wants me to have. That's the greatest catastrophe. But I should want for myself not to act in such a illogical, irresponsible uh, uh, sort of, <laughs> you know, um, unwise fashion that's 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 besides the actual consequences that might come out just i shouldn't want for myself to abandon hashem's plan look everything in the world is calling out to me hashem's plan has to be followed it's good it's the only way for everything to be functioning in its good way so that applies to me too how can i be a truly properly functioning person with with all the infinite good that Hashem has in mind for me, unless I am following Hashem's plan. So I should undertake to stick to that plan, stick to the game plan, trust it, believe in it, try to access it as much as we can, moment to moment. Because we know that's what's good. Okay. I think we can was here. Okay, have a very good day. to everybody being here and Avramelli especially.